Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good evening, After Buzzers. We are here at the After Buzz TV studios discussing everything American Horror Story. There, my mic is on finally. <laughs> um, I'm your host for the evening, David Skifalitti, joined by the beautiful Pega Rad. Hi, everybody. And the talented Brianna Phipps. Hey, guys. Sarah Huggins and Elena Jordan could not be here this week. They apologize. It was due to some scheduling conflicts, but they will be back next week, ready to rock. Tonight, we are discussing Season 5, Episode 2, Shoots and Ladders. Oh, my gosh. Oh my god. Is that the Guys, only thing you can say? <laughs> it was, I got goosebumps during this episode. Did you really? It was definitely a crazy, crazy episode. This was one of the more like sexually charged episodes I've seen in a really long time, and yeah. I liked it. I mean, they are pushing the envelope with every episode. I mean, there's only been two this season, but this is like more than the other seasons, what? really just like. Pushing it, We're the sex, yeah, everything. Okay, Just like the nudity, the sex. Well, yeah, it is very graphic and violent. Yeah, they definitely want. A, I feel like a shock factor in there. They mm-hmm. want us to be like, "Whoa, what are they doing?" Well, as far as the shock factor goes, do you think they're doing it just for shock value, or do you think it's adding to the story? I think it's a little of both. I think they're kind of testing how far they can take it. I mean, they've always done that a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, they've always been known to be really edgy and and pushing it, but I'm maybe noticing it more this season. I don't know. Maybe when, like, that scene with, like, the worms, like, that really stuck in it. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, you know, since we know that they're still currently filming with this show as it airs, it seems like one of those things that they test the waters mm-hmm. in the beginning to see how far they can go. And since they're currently filming, they can always change things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does seem like this season so far has been a lot more stylized in the way that it's been being shot and in the way people are just looking overall. Oh, visually, it's visually, gorgeous. Yes. I it's love stunning. all the visuals they're yeah, doing. The hotel itself, every scene is, like, gorgeous. Well... Starting no. off this week's episode, we had a hypodermic Sally and what's his face? Gabriel. And Max Gabriel, Greenfield. Max yeah. Greenfield. Getting shoved into a mattress. Getting shoved into a mattress. That was not so beautiful. Well, at least she... now we know who's putting the people in the mattresses, apparently. Well, what do you think she's doing by putting people in the mattresses? Is she punishing them? Or is she trying to save them? I don't know oh. what her deal is quite yet. I'm not... I don't feel like I'm sure as to what she's completely about. We don't have her yet. Yeah, I want we more don't. of her backstory. We Well, yes, I agree. <laughs> I'm with you. I want more backstory, but it seems like to me she's one of those peripheral characters. Yes, she's technically a main character, but I feel like her storyline is a little bit peripheral as far as <laughs> what's actually happening. And I feel like she's showing us who is coming into the hotel and who's getting stuck there as far as like being an outsider and always being shoved out and not being part of the norm of society. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's also the drug factor because she, as we saw, was killed partly because of her drug and mm-hmm. influencing that with other people and he came to the hotel to do drugs like she did. Donovan. Uh, no. No? Max Greenfield. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 
Gabriel. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. Like maybe she feels a connection of some sort with those people. Hmm. I, yeah, I mean, that makes complete sense. I mean, that's how we saw her with Donovan and how Donovan got to the hotel to begin with, was with her and trying to, what he said, escape his mother. And he's like, yeah. I don't feel free. <laughs> he's so good. I want more of him, too. I love him. I'm obsessed with his character. And, I mean, speaking of Donovan and, and the Countess, and we got to meet Tristan tonight. Oh, Finn is yeah. back. Yes. And he is back with a vengeance. As crazy as ever. Playing Tristan this year. That whole trio of the Countess and Tristan and Donovan, that storyline to me is so awesome. It, the jealousy that came from Donovan, you know, once he found out that Tristan was like in bed with the Countess and how she just like cold bloodedly like rejected him. Like, what did she say? She was like, the moment when I turned him was the most erotic moment of my life. And that mm-hmm. killed well, him. Well, she was pushing him away, I felt, mm-hmm. too. And I, it's like, part of me, I don't, I don't know for sure, but part of me wants to be like, because she was kind of sympathetic to the mom, maybe like, that's why she's kind of pushing him out, like, because she knows his mom's so hung up on him. But I, mm. I mean, I'm probably wrong on that, but I kind of like, like that humanistic to her. Or is she just making room for her new beau? Well, she can only have one at a time, one regular, well, and once what? she's trained <laughs> her newbie into what she wants him to be, she can then set him free. Well, she also did say, don't fall in love. She did say and that. And he did say, like, I love you. So maybe that's yeah. like, it's too getting too That was her close. way to, to get rid of him, was to hurt him more. Yeah. We hurt the ones we love she's, the most. Yeah, she's laying down the ground rules. Well, I speaking like of the ground rules, we got to figure out... What they are this week. Uh-huh. And they are, in fact, vampires. They're just not vampires in the traditional sense. No, it's like a, she called it virus. She did call yeah. it a virus. And they don't bite. They, they don't bite, they cut. cut. And the sun does not kill them, but it can hurt them. And she said, what did she say? It takes away their, like, vitality or something mm, like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, because we see the first scene with the, uh, sorry, like the second scene where the kids are sucking on the Swedish girl's mm-hmm. blood. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they are vampires, obviously, because they haven't aged. They sleep in coffins. Yes. They drink mm-hmm. blood. Yes. And then the countess drinks the kids' blood. This is where it got confusing. Well, this is why I said I feel like, because she had all those rules about the taste, like don't drink this person, don't do this, don't do this, because the blood will taste different. So I'm, I think that the children must, because they're so pure and virtuous, they're like the blood through them is like way better tasting or something. Well, because it's also not like she chose adolescence. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like children. super young. They're yeah. yeah, innocent. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to put it. They are innocent, innocent. and and they're all blonde. And they're all blonde, just like her. Although we saw That's some black so peeking out underneath her wig tonight. I, I wonder if we'll see more or figure out more of why she's drinking their blood. I feel like they have to. They're going to have to explain it eventually. She's, and she's getting enough blood from the hunts that they do. Right. So it's not like she's thirsting for it. It's Well, she's a vampire. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I feel I like she this... gets so much from the other people that she kills. Well, maybe... The blood from the children is like a delicacy. Mm. Because what we saw from last week and Iris feeding the girls specific foods to sort of cleanse them. Yeah, so they taste better. So that they taste better and so that the children would then, I guess if she couldn't get them off the drugs or she couldn't cleanse the blood enough, the children would drink their blood and then that would sort of purify it for the countess. Mm. Yeah. And just the way that it was delivered in that glass vase. In a decanter. Yeah, in a decanter. Well, she's all about the glam. She right. She's all this. about the glam. So it does come off as like a delicacy. Yeah. Huh. Like a fine wine. Like a fine wine, yes. Or like a, a veal. Ooh. What have you. Like a foie gras. Foie gras. What? Yeah. I like the foie gras because she was like stuffing the Swedish girl. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good, a good yeah. analogy. Yeah. Good yeah. one, Pega. Please. Um, Yes. No, nothing. Just so good. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Can we talk about how she went to the LACMA? We can talk about that. I know it was like not even significant, but it I was, just thought it was, it was just really cool. I go there that all one. the time. 
to the LACMA. If you guys don't know, LACMA is the um, Los Angeles County of... Modern No, Los Angeles Contemporary Museum Museum of of Art. Art. There we go. Boom. We're smart here at the American Horror Story Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. No, we are not. Um, But, so, you know, Donovan gets kicked out. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's told to pack his things, and Tristan takes his place, who is sort of this... Total I mean, airhead. He's a complete airhead. And it, it pains me to say this, because I love Finn, and I love everything that he did last season playing Dandy. But it seemed like to me, when he was coming down the runway, in his, like, the quote-unquote, like, fashion show, it seemed like a bad male imitation of Gia. 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 Who was the model that Angelina Jolie played in the movie Gia. Uh, who uh, was like a famed drug addict and like a big model in the 80s. She was like one of the supers and so you think that like was like one of her it? things that she she was like the, the bad girl of fashion. Interesting. I didn't get that. Yeah. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. If, I mean, if you watch the movie, I mean, I know I should. you guys are probably going to hate me for talking about this, but if you watch the opening scene of Gia, which I'm sure you can find on YouTube, <laughs> speaking of which, we are watching you guys stream in our live chat on YouTube, so if you have any questions for us, feel free to ask away, and we will get to them when we have the opportunity. But if you watch the opening scene of Gia, it's sort of the same montage of how... Finn came down the runway. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to go look at that. Yeah. Take a look when um, you But have he's the a chance. total airhead. But he's like, you know, the, t- the stereotypical model. model. But I he... loved his walk down. See, I, I loved his walk down. I loved the fact that he, like, started kissing the girl and started kissing the guy. I thought it was definitely it, hot. It was good. I'm not yeah. saying it was bad. I'm just saying that it was like, I, it, it was just a bad imitation of something that I've seen before. Mm. Okay. I've never seen Gia, so maybe that's right. why as well. I can't believe you mentioned Kendall Jenner. One of the lines is <laughs> so like, good. Can, can I, I kill, kill her? Because she totally snubbed me at Coachella. It's like, oh I mean, my it's God. a sign of the times, and I mean, at least now we well, know that this is taking place now. Right. It's also a sign day. of who he is, how vapid he is. Right. Exactly. And I love how American Horror Story always finds ways to just tie in pop culture in some way, whether it's a song or a reference to somebody. It's, it's cool. It is cool. Yeah. But the weird thing about... This season, especially with the children in the room that they play in, and specifically, I guess, holding, because that's the character that we're focusing on, is that they're playing old video games. The game that he was playing today was Space Invader, which I find, I mean, I know that there's like a, a big, you know, resurgence of all like the original like Nintendo and like Atari games, Mm -hmm. but why Space Invaders? Well... (laughs) Lady Gaga's character did say she loved the 1970s and Space Invaders was, well, no, I guess that was 80s, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Never mind. But, and another thing that I <laughs> love, love, love about the show is you never know what you're going to see in one episode. You can travel from, I mean, this episode from the 1920s mm. to, like, mm-hmm. getting 80s video games to yes. to different, to vampires. There's just such an eclectic mix of just different things happening in the show, and it, like... It never gets old. It's so exciting. Oh, I love it. Yes. Love it. There was another, like, <laughs> reference that... Uh, I guess I shouldn't even bring it up. What? Well, well now I just started talking about well, it. Well, I have to say it. Okay, so we find out how old Lady Gaga's character is. 1904. So that makes her... 1904, that make her 101. Mm. Right? No. Oh, no. No. That would make her 111? And, yeah. no, guys, yeah. math. 111. No, didn't even 111. Which was great, and she says that every decade has their decadent period, which is when she reigns supreme, I guess, whatever she said. I don't remember exactly. In the 70s. She was but a disco queen. 70s, she was the disco queen, and they took an image, which is so... Um, prevalent from that era of Bianca Jagger coming into Studio 54 on a white horse Mm -hmm. and just reappropriated it with Lady Gaga. (laughs) Just really made me so angry. (laughs) I know that it seems like you liked it and I I thought it was a great visual, but don't take that away from Bianca. Maybe they're trying to like 
reinvent her some way through that or something. Mm. Well, like, I mean, give they're just credit to her. Yeah, they're paying homage to the to the era and the the decadence of the seventies and the disco era and the drugs and how she said she could live amongst the regular people, I guess, and not feel judgment. Yeah. Ah, God, sorry. 70s, also in this. The 70s. I'm going back to, like, how many decades are covered. I mean, there's so many things that happened, and so many decades that still need to be covered. But presently, Scarlett, who is John Lowe's daughter, Mm -hmm. re-meets her brother. Oh, man. That... Talk to me. I was just... First of all, she comes to the hotel where he's staying. Yeah. And then... By lock, herself, by the way. By herself. On a public bus. I want to know in how Los Angeles. that even happened. Okay. When she's supposed to have this police detail on her. Yeah. <laughs> like, how exactly. did she get away? That's a really good question. She's supposed to have detail at all times. Anyways. Also, she's just detailer. a seven-year-old kid. Yeah. So she gets there and her and Lachlan are like BFFs. How did she have money for the bus? No, oh, boy. The plot thickens. Um... <laughs> And how did she know how to transfer? I'm just going to let you guys know the Los Angeles public transportation, as great as it is, because I've taken the bus, it is not very easy to navigate. Yeah, so this girl's got it going on. So how she figured out how to get from what looks like Echo Park Silver Lake area to downtown (laughs) on the bus is impressive. But she does. That's impressive. Um... So, so yeah, she gets to the hotel. So Lachlan says, "I got something to show you. Let's go down." And they go down all those flights of stairs, and she's looking at the coffins where the children are are sleeping. And well, that was when during arresting. the fashion show. That was during the fashion yes. show. Yes. But I'm talking about when she remeets him finally, like when she oh, comes when back. Oh, when she goes back. Yes, into when she the goes room. back to the room, mm-hmm. um, and she finds him. She's like, "Why aren't you older? I grew up." What's wrong with you? Which is a very good question. If you had like, are they supposed to be twins, or is he supposed to be? I think. I guys, are they twins? I don't. Do you guys out there know if uh, Holden and Scarlett are supposed to be twins? I don't think just in the Santa Monica flashback, they look like if they're not twins, they're very close in age. Very close in age. Yeah, Irish twins. Um. And, and when he said, I'm happy here, this is my home, my heart sank a little bit. I was like, ooh. Did you want him to want to go home with her again? No, but it was just, she was so happy to see him. It's her brother. She doesn't even seem to remember completely exactly. his life. But he remembered her name. He did, but like when she's showing him the pictures and stuff, he's just kind of like, eh. Like nothing. Like a total vampire. Like no emotion. Just stoic. Hmm. I think that... We're definitely going to have a lot more of him coming up. With I mean, we have to. I feel like this has to be ex- like explored with the mom and the dad and everyone yeah. trying to find this kid in the hotel. The photo, but, though, I get it. The photo came out blurry, but mm-hmm. looking at that as John, you can kind of see his well, face. Well, there's something in it. there. Well, yeah. he, and he already saw him in the hotel, or thought he saw him Thinks in the he hotel. Sees him. Right, so he so, saw something. I feel like now it's going to be now because obviously when he went to see Kathy Bates, he's like you. You kidnap like he he's now thinking my kid's been kidnapped and he's at this hotel. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Okay, I have a strange question to ask you guys. The vampirism on this show has been presented to us as a virus. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a virus that can be cured? And if cured, would you want any of our vampire characters to be cured? <gasps> I think the only cure is death. Do you? I do. Yeah, I don't think there's a cure. It's a virus, though. I feel um, like that's just what they're using as a word. Because, like, I, the strain's another show on FX, and mm-hmm. it also categorizes it as a virus. And they're, I mean, I'm not going to go into that show because it's a different show, but I'm just <laughs> Huh. Interesting. What do you guys think on the chat? Let us know. Or in the comments. Or in the comments. You can always Later. let us know. Um, or you can tweet us. Which we'll get to later. Um, I have a feeling that there's a cure for the virus. You think so? Who would have it? I'm going to get to that in predictions. Okay. All right. I'm going to write it down. I think I did write it down already. 
Yeah, I did. Oh. Earlier. Okay. Um, but while we're on the, the subject of this family and what's going on with them, John Lowe, who's now living at the hotel mm-hmm. and what seems like is having multiple fever dreams mm-hmm. in fever dream inside of fever dream inside of fever dream, losing his mind. Yeah, it's like you don't know what's real. Uh, Were they all dreams? Has that's that's the anything? question. Yeah. The question is, is it a dream or is it not? Because obviously some of the stuff he saw is things that we've seen. People think they saw it before, but was actually there. Do you think that's something that is true of what happens in room 64? I do. Or just the hotel in I general? Think, no, just the room. I think it's the room. And I think that they're playing with him in a way because I feel like they know they can't really kill him right off because he's too relevant like people will notice he's gone Mm -hmm. while the other people they've killed are druggies or people from out of town drifters that's a good point that's a really good point is he's probably one of the more normal quote-unquote people that have come in but he has a troubled past which we found out about tonight alcohol addiction alcoholic sober yes um decided to become sober the day that his son disappeared. Was that that day? I thought it was... Or was it? Was that the same day as that murder at the house? So what happened was is he explains the story of why he decided to become sober. What happened? He... There was a... He, gruesome murder. There was a gruesome murder, what they thought was a murder, and turned out to be a man asphyxiated his family accidentally with carbon mm-hmm. monoxide and then shot his brains out. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't see, he, I guess it looked like, went to the bar, drank himself to oblivion for two days, and then came home and decided to become sober and take his family to the beach. Oh, okay, so that was the same day. I lost Yeah. That. Okay. That makes... Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> it's sad. It's I mean, also he has a very sad just, story. Yeah, the day yeah. you decide to become that person is the day that everything goes wrong in your life. Right. It's upsetting. So, I mean, he technically is part of these, you know, damaged people, despite the fact that he is doing better now, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I want him to see Holden, like, see, see him. See like, his- I want to have... I want them to have a conversation. Well, what would you want that conversation to be? I mean, what can you, like, what do you say? It's just going to be more heartbreaking for him, though, because his child's not going to even care. So, do we not think that they're going to ever meet? I mean, he's probably on a mission to find him now that Scarlett says. They're definitely going to meet, but it's not going to be like. It's going to be very sad. A fun thing to watch. You're right. It's going to be his son not really caring at all that his dad is there. Daddy, I'm a vampire. Why is he British now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded all bad. vampires are, are British. Right. All pale British people, apparently. Yeah, that's going to be sad. It is going to be sad. I still want to see it, though. <laughs> I think we should talk a little bit about how Sarah Paulson's character, because she's the one that he tells that story to. Uh-huh. How she's a pusher. Well, she's a pusher <laughs> in a way, but she's so emotional with every person she talks to. Yeah. You're like, she's crying again. She's crying the entire time. Like, the entire episode. I feel like she cried every five seconds you saw her. <laughs> I agree, but I feel like that is... Oh, sorry. The What's teeth. Oh, she, yes. like, crushed her teeth and they fell out. I had to look away. That was away. disgusting. That was so It was nasty. really disgusting. But I feel like... The beauty of her being on the edge of her emotions and being so vulnerable is sort of just the traits of an addict. Because if you've yeah. ever interacted with an addict, which I have, um, unfortunately, or fortunately, um, however you want to look at it, I love everybody. I'm just going to put that out there. Don't hate me. Um, they are... Their emotions tend to be on the surface. I'm not saying she's not doing a very good job at what she's trying to. Oh, show. I wasn't trying to imply that you were saying. That. <laughs> I'm just like it was just it's a, a lot. Of me. It was just like whoa. Yeah, you need to take like a day and relax and get a massage because you seem really stressed out and you seem really upset and you just need to go somewhere right now. But that's the life of an addict, right? 
always looking for for something to to fill that void something to make them not feel that anymore exactly no i get it it's hard you know Mm. speaking of filling the void and and room 64 okay yeah are we getting into Mr. James March? We are getting into Mr. James March. That Evan is... Peters returned. Well, we have uh, to describe whoop. how we got into that, though. We have okay. Because Scarlett goes back, she shows her dad the picture, and that's what makes him confront Kathy Bates' character, yes. Iris. 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 Yes. And she's telling him the story Which of the hotel. Which he doesn't even believe. He's like, you should write for movies, because that was real good. But this is the story that we needed to know, too. Mm-hmm. This is one of the more important stories. Yeah. This was what which made me really get into so this episode. Interesting that we're getting it so early on in the season, which makes me, leads me to believe that it's not as important as we think it is. Hmm. Really, I mean, really, it's the reason why this whole show exists. I think it's that the hotel he I built. I think it. they're yes. giving it to us this early because they, we need to know this information for everything else that's going to happen. Because it's the basis. Ah, yes. First okay. of all, what did you guys think about Evan Peters' performance? Phenomenal. It, oh, I, I loved was it. blown away. Well, he's the way always he so good. Always so always. good. But this was just his accent. And, and I've read a couple of people that are saying his accent wasn't good, but I loved it. it was, I, thought I thought it was, it was great. It's very uh, standard American is what they call it. Right. It's very 20s. stereotypical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah of the time. Yeah. That's fine. That's yeah. how people spoke. So or how they're portrayed to the book. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at the the maid, Miss Evers, mm-hmm. um, I'm blanking on the actress's name. I'm sorry, Mara. Something. I don't know. She's on the affair, which I love as well. Anyway, sure. Anyway, the way she speaks is a little bit more true to the time. Um, early American or standard American, however you want to call it. You know, it was a thing. Yeah, I think yeah. his is a little more cartoonish, mm-hmm. but I think it's okay because his character is exactly so out there. And also, yeah. it sort of makes sense to the character because he is described as like nouveau riche, so or, or newly rich, however you want to say it. Um, and it would make sense to the character that he sort of has a slightly more affected way of speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very artsy. Yeah, like he's overcompensating like, a little bit. Exactly, just a little bit. So he's an oil man, and the story of the hotel is that he couldn't build something in New York society or East Coast society, and he didn't fit in with them. So he moves out west, where uh, pedigree doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It speaks volumes about Los Angeles. Totes gives you a very tense. east to west kiss. Yes. Yeah. New versus old. Yeah. I mean, it only the way the why, why I can't even speak. Why I'm upset about it is the way that Los Angeles is being portrayed because it is the what people think about LA, and it's true. It's one hundred and one hundred percent true that. It doesn't matter who you are in L.A. Well, especially that time period. That's why yes. people moved out west, was to start something new, to make money. To, like, people from the right. East Coast were always old money. They always just had, they came from families of it. And the West Coast was to explore the new territory. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's why everyone says that there's no culture in L.A. Do we know why, sorry, he's as Please. dark and twisted as he is? We don't know why. We he don't know what his, his backstory is, but it seems like the way that he described it is that his art was a way to fulfill a void in his life. And when that wasn't working, he moved on to killing people. So what we find out is that he builds this hotel because he can. And it's very Art Deco, and it's very of the times, and it's very over the top. But he builds these secret rooms and secret vaults and, like, a metal chute for his victims. and Which we discovered during the episode. Which we... Loosely based, His story is very... I don't know how loosely based it is. It's very similar to... um, What's his name? have it here. I'm going to read you guys some information about him. Um, He's known as the first American serial killer, and he's called H.H. Holmes. Um, 
or Herman or Henry Howard Holmes is his name, mm-hmm. but he went by HH and he was a serial killer in Chicago, uh, in the 1800s, the late 1800s, where he did build, I thought it was his home, but it was, a, it was a hotel mm-hmm. for the world's fair and he killed mainly women and he would go to the world's fair. He would find these destitute or, um, vagrant women who were in town for the World's Fair, and he would bring them back to this hotel, or he would offer them cheap rooms, and he would essentially murder them. And he had these rooms, like he would lock them in a vault and let them suffocate, Mm -hmm. or he had a chute where he would dispose of the bodies, and he would brick people into the walls, and he would cut off their limbs. and This was not loosely based. Not loosely based. What? Which I love that they're doing this though. I love that they're tying it into this like real person and this real thing that actually happened, which is so terrifying. And I think it's fantastic though, to take this, a real part of history and, and put it into this world where this character isn't real Mm -hmm. and just sort of take that storyline um, it's just great. And that, and H.H. H. Holmes has admitted after he was, uh, caught and. Well, it took them like a really long time. It took time. them a really long time to catch him. Um, cause the World's Fair was in Chicago for a very long time and he did it the entire time the World's Fair was going on. But he admitted to killing 29 people, but it was rumored that he killed up to 200. I believe that more than 29. Yes. But, you know, like our character on the show, if there's no bodies, they can't prove anything. Right. And it said he killed three per week, James March. Right. So, three per week unless yeah. his appetite needed to be satiated oh, more. Boy. Um, Aubrey from the um, chat wants yes. to know, is the Countess his wife? That's what it looked like to me. Only because of the hair, but that's all well, we saw. The hair and the time period and knowing how old she is, mm-hmm. it all makes sense. It does all sort of make sense. And how the Countess is so into watching murders take place. Mm-hmm. And that makes mm-hmm. sense chronologically. 1904, that places her to be, what, 20? In her 20s. In her 20s. Yeah. But she was turned in 1904. Oh, that's when she was turned? Yes. Oh, I thought she was born in 1904. No, she was turned huh. 1904, so she might be older than we think she is. Okay. Okay. But still, if she still yeah. is, it would make sense as to why, if he, even if he married her then, that she would be that age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah completely. And she, we know that she's very into this sort of decadent lifestyle, and it would, it would explain why she has so much mm-hmm. money to buy all these art pieces. But she's running and out of money. She has run out of money. Has too much of a lifestyle for that. So who gave her the well, virus? Well, it's been, what, 90 years since she got all that money from when he died? I mean, it's been a long time. Right. I mean, it, it does raise that question. You're right, Pega, who gave her the virus. And I'm, they're going to have to give us that at some point this season. But I don't think they're going to give it to us anytime quite yet. And present day, does the Countess know that... James is still living in the hotel, and are oh, they? Has to. I'm sure she Are they does. on talking terms? Did they? <laughs> are well, they, they divorced? Well, they said. <laughs> in, I mean, well, they said really? that they thought his wife was who turned him in. So I right. that is okay. I don't. Does he know? Like, did she? And if he, if she is his wife, does he know that he? Interesting. So many questions. There are so many questions. I'm doing some quick math right here. We do know about the guy that turned her. Sorry to go back to it, though. She did say... He's dead. Well, she said that, but she said that he was much handsomer than Finn's character. Yeah. Someone much better looking than you. Much more beautiful Much more beautiful, yeah. Hmm. I want to meet that guy. I don't know. So many questions. I just want to meet the guy that's more beautiful than him. <laughs> yeah, who like for fun times? For personal reasons? And then can we talk real quick about Miss Evers? Yeah, of course. She's so obsessed with the stains, but what? Like, what's her deal? She was just his minion, but like Can I what? read you the note that I wrote about her? 
Yes, please do. I wrote down her name and I wrote down, I wrote, what's with this bitch? (laughs) I can't find it. But I remember writing it. And it's because, what is with her? Yeah, and like you said when we were watching, why does James have the scar on his neck, but she doesn't have the bullet hole to the head? That was not me, okay? That was Brianna. That's a great point. Yeah. Why does he keep his and she gets to, you know, not have a gaping hole in her head? Hmm. To look normal to be able to still service people at this hotel and get their stains out of clothing and shirts and sheets. I don't know. She does have a, what she do you does guys have think? a fascination with Give Mr. Us. March, though. She does. It's like anything you want. It's like she worships him. Or maybe if he had like a, she had a gaping hole in her forehead, we would know straight from the beginning that that she would have been dead. Like it'd be a giveaway. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the people who are or who we know to be dead and how they've died, and no one really but him so far has had that on them. Yeah. Right, like that the was way a that they died. It was a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right because um, Sarah Paulson's. I can't think of her name. Why do I keep blinking? Hypodermic Sally. Sally. She doesn't have a flattened skull and a twisted neck. Yeah. This that is weird. Why does he have his? But why him? Maybe because he did it to himself, and this is his own sort of hell. Ooh, I like that idea. I mean, he went out the worst way. Slitting your own his, throat. Oh be, my lord! Yeah, in his head, maybe that was the best way. Maybe it was the best way. I mean, it was very dramatic. I, I loved her death. I loved her being like, "Make me your last." Like that. Like just Make shows that like meal. she loves him so much that like she wants to be like a part of him in that way. And just so kind of um, like as she was going, "Eeny meeny miny mo." It was it was like a game. Like you're about to die, and you're doing "Eeny meeny miny mo." Like. But, you know, She's not if She's you not. are obsessed with someone like that and, and you're fanatical to, to a certain point and sh- you don't look at it like that, like you're about to die, you're looking at it like you're going to become a part of history because, I mean, I'm sure she would have known that since the police are there to pick him up, this is going to be recorded and she's going to be the last one. She's like serving him. Yeah. And she's like, can I, can I die after you so I can clean your shirt? I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, she, well, she, has, she has that compulsive she's need to clean. crazy. I feel that, girl. I'm with you, Miss Evers. Evers. <laughs> I'm going to clean some stuff when I get home. Hmm. I don't know how to do it. Hey. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to do. What am I looking for? Oh. Uh, my favorite character, Will Drake, has a fashion show. We didn't really get much from him tonight either which is well, upsetting to me we had his know, son show okay. scarlet yeah. her brother so and we got to meet naomi campbell's character claudia with her claudia huge Fuck. orange coat claudia oh, banks for nothing better i love how liz tyler's taylor's walking around and he's like skinny jeans are out ponchos are in like so no sexy. it was skinny jeans are in Fringe, no, no, skinny no, jeans are out, out. Fringe is in. Ponchos are forever. Oh. He said, "Get with the times" or something like that. It's like I'm teaching the people how to vogue. People the from vogue, vogue how to how vogue. vogue. All right, yeah. you guys got it. I love his character He's so, so much. I also good. love that he can walk in those heels because I sure could not. He owns <laughs> it. He's so good. I can't with the two of you. I'm kind of obsessed that he's been marginalized as a character so far, and he's been made just like. You know, the, the fun little one-liners, which I get you need in a show like this, but he's the bartender, basically, and he doesn't really... But he was the front desk man. He was the front desk man. Is he alive? Or is he dead? Or is he dead? Well, we haven't seen him in anything other further than Kathy Bates finding her son there, which I don't think is too far from where we are now. 94. 90, oh, really? Mm-hmm. So okay. 21 years ago. Oh, okay. But he also hasn't aged. Mm. True. But he also wears a lot of makeup. Well, So maybe we'll find out his story. I would love to know more about that character. I just love that this is so different than any character he's played in American Horror Story. Oh. Or ever. So, so he's always, good. He's always a similar tastic. character. Kind 
kind of in American Horror Story. I feel like he has similarities in the other. I mean, almost all the actors this season, the recurring actors from American Horror Story, are playing something so far from what they've played before that it's blowing everybody's yeah, minds. Yeah, and it's hard words. to talk about because we're not used to seeing them like this, and it's so good. It's so good. Well, and while I'm so sad that Jessica Lange isn't there because I would have loved to see what she could have done with a character like mm-hmm. that they're doing. Um, I know that she could not have played Lady Gaga's role in my just for me because I would have been like, no. And I remember last week I was saying that Gaga was too Gaga and I couldn't get past the fact that she was Gaga. You're getting used to it? I loved her this episode. She, I forgot she was Gaga this episode. I sort of did too. Yeah, I got sucked into like this vampire, powerful woman. It was definitely nice to hear her actually have like a part this episode and talk and Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. her act. And you said that she's actually, you you heard that she's improvising some of these lines. Yeah, I mean, I heard uh, through the grapevine and me just like being a weirdo that, (laughs) you know, not to discredit the writers because I think the writers are fantastic on this show. But she is taking some liberties. I mean, last week, apparently, um, the line that she said, your your son has a jawline for days, was a little improvised Which, session of hers. And If that's true, props, girl. That's, that's a, great, a line. great line. Fantastic I'm, line. I'm going to use that line. You're going to use that? Oh, all the time. All the time. All, every every guy walking down the jawline. street. That guy's got jawline for days. Just don't say it to them. David, you got jawline for days. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Appreciate your background. No Pega's going to end up in jail for harassing men on the street. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and closing out the story this week, I think was one of the more interesting storylines. Um, which seems like to me, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be our main arc of the season, which is our serial killer. And John Lowe has sort of found the pattern out, or what he seems to think is a pattern mm-hmm. in the murders that he's been investigating. Yeah, he mentions... The adultery. Mentions the adultery. Thou shall honor your mother and father. Yes. The... Honoring false gods. Honoring false gods. And um, respecting the Sabbath. Okay. So that's now, four. That is four. Now, respecting the Sabbath, which was the migrant workers, was March's kill. Yes. Right. The other three... But... Yes. Was it March's kill? But was it March's kill? Well, because didn't they find the handkerchief that said J... But they thought he was being framed. They thought his mm-hmm. wife framed him. Mm-hmm. I don't know, There's guys. There's a lot of questions. It's either March is still killing or somebody is I copying him. I don't think March is doing these killings. I don't think he had a reason why he killed besides the fact that he just wanted to. Well, then here's the question. The main question about the migrant workers and their missing feet and that murder and his handkerchief turning up. Why would he dispose of the bodies like that if he had been so careful to build a hotel where he could... But see, that's why he's being framed. He would have to have been framed. And as we saw in the basement where they dump the bodies now, like a lot of those bodies looked very similar to the bodies that of the migrant workers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So if it is the Countess and she was his wife and she did frame him, mm-hmm. those could have just been bodies that she drank blood from to sustain herself Ooh. and dump them in there to frame him for whatever reason. Ooh. Hmm. To get rid of him? I'm not sure yet. I don't know enough about his wife or his past yet to know why she would want to. Money. But she had that with him. Maybe she was tired of him. Money and freedom. Yeah. Success. I think we'll find out more. Fame. Glamour. <laughs> There was definitely, um, this is kind of a thing, but two big themes yes. this episode. Tell me. Blood uh-huh. and disease. Because with the measles and the vaccination. Oh, right. Oh, and true. then, like, the virus. It's 
So something is connecting. Is connecting. We're getting these elements that are connecting. I, I feel think. like a lot of stuff is going to end up connecting. We're just not sure how yet. We're not seeing it. I love putting the puzzles together. I mean, I feel like sometimes American Horror Story is so easy to predict, and this one is really difficult. The puzzle pieces are not fitting in together close enough as yeah. quickly as I want them to fit together, especially since our first two episodes have been so freaking long. Yeah. I can't. They're way too long. They have to go back to regular length next week. Otherwise, come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> we need more coffee. But maybe it's just because there's so much information that we need to know before the end of the season. They, mm-hmm. they can't fit it in without Extend your goddamn season. <laughs> and right. let me just watch a regularly length show. Please. <laughs> 60 minutes. Tell us how you really feel. That's how I really feel. Um. Yes, I think we've covered everything. Yeah, was, like, was there something I else? think we have yeah. covered everything. We really want to hear your guys' comments. We do read each and every one of them on YouTube. Yes, so, um, we do. Keep them coming. Yeah, so thanks for that, you guys. <laughs> Let us know what you all think. We appreciate too. you. Every single one of you. <laughs> all right. I'm sending you love and light. Kisses. Do we a night any... talk show host here. Yeah. Do we have any news and gossip now? And no news and gossip so. this week. So, we're going to jump into predictions. And now... And I'm going to have a seizure. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Okay, I want to save my one big prediction. Are we just doing for next episode? We're going to do for next episode. Unless you Mm. don't think you're going to be joining us anytime soon, I would love to hear your predictions for season. Okay. If you have any big ones that you want to reveal. Okay. You can start that. You're starting. Oh, I'm starting. You're starting. Well, I, I hope I will not be here next episode just because I know that you already have some great hosts and they Thanks. will be back. But I think my biggest prediction that I can come up with at the moment yeah. is I feel like Kathy Bates and the Countess are going to team up somehow. I feel like that's going to happen. In like a murder way? I don't know. But I just feel, I don't know, I have this feeling that there's something that's going to happen between them because there's always this, like, constant between, that's how, like, you know, she saved her son in a way. And I don't, I still want to stick with this, that she's kind of driving her son back to her in a way. I don't know. Mm. So I feel like they're going to have something together. She's giving this guy the history of the hotel, which may have the Countess linked into it. And I don't know. I just, I'm not sure what it is, but they're going to have something together. Okay. See that? I would like to see that. I'm not going to lie. Um, do you have any predictions for next week? For next week, I think we're just going to get a little more backstory into yeah. March and these um, religious murders. I think that that's going to be a large focus of next week. Okay. There you go. I feel like next episode, Tristan is going to get into trouble. Like this whole... Oh, yeah. Being a fresh vampire thing is too much for him. And he's going to... He does seem to love it. He does. A little too much. Exactly. And he's going to kind of push his limits on... And he that. did say he wanted more. Like, one body was not enough for him. Mm-hmm. He's an addict. So he's going to either go <laughs> off the deep end, go crazy, right? or someone's going to... I don't know. Something's going to happen crazy What if with Matthew him? Bomber's character has to tidy it up? Ooh. They're bringing him back in. Ooh. And then also, I really, really, really want something to happen. I know it's going to be sad, but I want Detective Lowe to find out more about what happened to Holden. I want him to uncover something more. I feel like he deserves that. Just like a little piece. Just something. Maybe like know? finds a hair. <laughs> He's like, oh, Holden's so hair. <laughs> but yeah, something like, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Okay, my one little deep teased prediction. Angela Bassett is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Very soon. Next episode, isn't she? I think so. And I think she is a hunter. Oh. Vampire hunter. Oh. A la Buffy style. But I think she has a cure. 
Really? Yes. So and that's... I think she's going to start with Donovan. Really? Okay. So she's going to start curing people? Well, I feel like that we already have some weird, melded vampire lore that they're sort of creating their own. So why not have a cure for vampirism as well? Sure. But I feel like they enjoy it so much they wouldn't want to be cured. They love it. Maybe. Gaga loves that. Gaga loves it. Matt Bomber loves it while he's like living the high life and being (laughs) all decadent in the penthouse, but he doesn't seem like he's going to love it when he's thrown out on his ass. But Matthew Bomber's character also likes the decadent life sometimes, but then he wanted to like pretty much Netflix and chill one night. And she wasn't (laughs) having that. (laughs) You kids these days. He wanted to watch House of Cards. He was going to binge watch House of Cards. That is the definition. Of Netflix and chill. With, you know, some sex on the end. Yeah. Hot. Order in. Let's order in. Let's order in. Like Tristan did. He ordered in. Through yeah. Tinder, maybe? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that is our episode this week, you guys. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss before we head out? No, I'm spent. That was an amazing episode, it was though. An amazing so episode. There was a lot it. of information. If so it wasn't two hours long, I would go back and watch it again Agreed. tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. Definitely not tonight. Maybe like in a couple of days when I take like yeah. a break. But where can everyone, if you guys want to continue the conversation with us, please feel free to on Twitter or any other social media platforms. Where can they find you, Brie? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bfips14. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Pegarad. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at you can call me Skiff. That's the letter U and then S K I F F. Reach out to Sarah and Elena. Make them come back next week. <laughs> you already know what they are, but make them feel bad for not being here this week. From everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV studios, we want to say a big thank you, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.